0: I want to welcome everyone to Star City Church and welcome you to Pentecost Sunday. This is a Sunday that we take time to recognize and celebrate what happened on the day of Pentecost. This is something here in this church we do not recognized just one time a year we celebrated every single day of our life because what took place on this particular day absolutely changed the lives of the people that were in the upper room. The Bible says about 120 and that same fire, that same experience that took place on that particular day is still available for everyone here under the sound of my voice. It is that experience that changed my life. I wouldn't be who I am if it wasn't for a Pentecostal experience. Because some of you can testify to this, but if I wanted to do what I wanted to do, I wouldn't be standing where I'm standing. Well, maybe that's just a few of them. Maybe you still would be here, but, uh, I would not be where I am if it wasn't for the Lord but because the Lord who has been on my side filled me with his spirit he's changed my mind he's changed my walk he's changed my talk he's changed everything about me so that when I wanted to go left God got a hold of my heart and made me go right and I'm thankful that I'm still on the right track doesn't mean I've done everything perfect doesn't mean I'm a perfect individual but I'm still have a mindset to stay on the right track Has anybody here got a mind to stay on the right track amen amen this is what Pentecost is all about and by the help of the Lord I'm going to Help someone understand what Pentecost is and remind others. But before we leave out of here, we're going to be worshiping the Lord. We're going to be celebrating. We're going to celebrate this morning what the Lord has done in our lives up to this point. For the Bible says, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And when you have unity, things begin to follow god follows unity his spirit shows up in a unified place the scripture says and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were somebody say sitting you don't have to be standing to receive what god has for you don't ever let anyone tell you you have to be in a certain position to receive anything from the Lord. The Bible says they were sitting and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire and it sat upon each of them and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and somebody say and what comes before it, what comes after it goes together they were filled with the holy ghost and begin to speak with other tongues how as the spirit gave them utterance peter begins to preach unto them because many people are wondering what is going on what is happening some of them making fun and some of them thinking they are drunk Peter begins to let them know what is taking place and what is happening, and then we get down to verse number 36. If you could drop down to verse number 36. So Peter continues to say, Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus whom you crucified both Lord and Christ. See, now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Peter, who was given the keys from Jesus Christ, begins to speak up and say, then Peter said unto them, this is what you must do. In order to accept the Lord Jesus as Lord and Christ, he says, you must repent. Have a turning away, a change. change. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and unto your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Somebody just needs to say right now, it's for me. Oh, yes, it is. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord, for the sweet spirit that is in this house. Now, God, these are your people. This is your church. We are your sheep. I am your vessel. Use me, God, to speak every word that is intended, and I pray that my flesh will not get in the way. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say amen. Amen. If you're ready to receive the Lord, clap your hands unto the Lord one more time. Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to preach this for a few moments on a simple subject that is up behind me, and that is God had a plan. God had a plan. We understand if we go to the book of John, chapter number one, you don't have to follow me. You can follow it here on the screen here. The scripture lets us know that in the beginning was the word. The Bible goes on to say that and the word was with God and the word was God. So the scripture here in the book of John lets us know that in the beginning was the word. And now we have to compare that or line that up with Genesis chapter number one, verse number one, because John says in the beginning was the word. But we understand that the Bible opens up by saying in the beginning, God. So now, it's important here to understand that in Genesis, it opens up by saying, in the beginning, God. And so, that's important because the first four words of the Bible, in the beginning, God, gives us the foundation of everything that we should stand on. So oftentimes, when people are... Uh, debating with me or talking with me about certain things in this world I let them know that my basis my foundation starts with God and that if your foundation doesn't start with him then we're not going to be able to agree but my foundation my beginning begins begins with the word of the lord which is in the beginning god before anything else was there was god and so that's why we can rest assured whatever we're dealing with whatever we're going through we must understand that god is able to handle it because it says in the beginning god created the heaven and the earth and if we serve a god that's able to create all of creation you better believe he's able to take care of your problems So the scripture lets us know that in the beginning God in the book of Genesis, but if we go to John, it says in the beginning was the word, but then it says the word was with God. God well how can the word be with God because the scripture goes on to detail that the word was God so you cannot separate God and his word God and his word are one in the same they go together so whatever God says whatever he speaks you better believe is going to come to pass why because God is true and if God is true then his word must be true so that's why it says in the beginning was the word the word was with God and the word with was God well we can validate that if we go back to Genesis chapter number one we know that the word was with God because every time God spoke there became so if you go to Genesis chapter number one starting at verse number three it says and God said let there be light and there was light and then verse number six says and God said let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters verse number nine it says and god said let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place and let the dry land appear and it was so why because the word was god the word and god are one and the same does everybody understand that there now that we have that principle that the word and god were one and the same they are inseparable now we can go back to the book of john chapter number one going down to verse number 14 so now we can read here where it says in uh, john 1 14, and the word but we know the word and god are one in the same so now we read here where it says and the word or God was made flesh so the word was made flesh or God was made flesh and he dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth so now we must dig in a little bit deeper because we must understand why was the word or why was God made a fleshly body Why did he make a fleshly body? Well, we must go back now to the book of Genesis because we understand and know that Adam and Eve made a mistake. And the devil thought he had the victory, but God had a plan. Our first father sinned, which was Adam, and blood had to be shed, but animal blood was not clean or worthy, nor had power to redeem. So no man could do it. God couldn't do it because he was a spirit, and it takes blood to atone for the sins of man. The Bible lets us know in the book of Revelations chapter number five, starting at verse number three, it says, and no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book. Neither to look thereon. And I wept. This is speaking of John. John is the revelator. John is the author of revelations. He's saying, I am weeping because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon and one of the elders said unto me weep not John, weep not behold the lion of the tribe of Judah the root of David hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof so God visited the house of David and got a woman who was from the tribe of Judah descended of Sham, the brother of Ham and Japheth whose father was Mo, uh, excuse me, whose father was Noah and the angel visited that woman and her name was Mary for the Bible says in Matthew chapter 1 verse number 20 and she shall bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name jesus for he shall save his people from their sins so now we can better understand why the elder was saying to john there is no need to cry anymore who was the writer of the book of revelations as i stated jesus is going to prevail that's why I constantly remind myself that if God before me, then who can be against me? God had a rede- redemption plan to bring mankind back to a relationship with him because in the beginning that is where Adam and Eve went once they made the mistake it broke the relationship between them and God once that relationship was broken once that communion was broken God had a plan a redemption plan to bring you and I and all of mankind back back to a relationship with him that is what God desires he desires a relationship with you that's what he desires the most a relationship with you so when you hear those voices or when you hear people try to say that God does not care about you oh no my friend it was all part of God's plan from the beginning his plan was to bring back you and I into relationship with him some ought to say amen So God didn't make, or excuse me, God didn't become man. Neither was that man in the beginning with God. I'm going to say that one more time. God didn't become man. Neither was that man in the beginning with God. We just read that the only thing with God in the beginning was his word. But he made a man and then he stepped into that man. So God put on flesh the bible proves that in 2 corinthians chapter 5 verse number 19 it says to wit which means which is to say that god was in christ so he was in christ so where was god in christ he was not beside christ he was not in front of christ why he needed to be in christ so that he can reconcile the world unto himself this was fulfilling the plan of god from the beginning man dating back to adam and eve had separated themselves from a perfect union with god because of sin but god said i must bring mankind back to relationship with me so i need a body made of flesh and blood that can atone for the sin of all humanity so when I proclaim the name of Jesus I'm not forgetting about the father I'm simply recognizing that Jesus is the father manifested in the flesh that's why we refer to him as the christ which means the anointed one and the anointed one took on the name of god which is jesus somebody shout jesus that's why we find in the new testament when jesus was walking here on earth we find in the book of john chapter 5 verse number 43 that jesus said i am come in my father's Name. He goes on to say in the book of John chapter 10, verse number 30, he says, I and my father are one. So stop trying to separate us as two separate gods in a Godhead. There is only one God. That's why the Bible says in Ephesians chapter four, there is one Lord, one faith and one God baptism there's one god and father of all who is above all jesus continues to say to proclaim who he is in the book of john chapter number 12 verse number 44 it says and jesus cried and said he that believeth on me believeth not on me but on him that sent me and he that seeth me seeth him That sent me. So when you see me, you see the father so it's important to understand that when I proclaim Jesus I'm not leaving out the father it's important to understand that when I proclaim Jesus I understand that he is the father manifested in the flesh so when Jesus was here he was trying to let people know I am the plan from the beginning that when man separated from God God had to say I've got to look for a plan I've got to come up with a plan So God searched the heavens He couldn't find nobody because it took blood To atone man back to him He searched the earth but he could not Find no one perfect He searched under the earth He wanted to see if he can pull somebody out of the grave That was worthy enough To bring mankind back to him He could not find nobody So he says I will come Myself but because He is a spirit he has No flesh and bone. God said, I'm gonna make a body and I'm gonna anoint that body. He's gonna be my vessel, He's gonna be the one that I use. But He can't be used the right way unless I step into that body. And now that I'm in that body, everywhere I go, you see the manifestation of God. So now I can lay my hands on the sick, then they shall be healed. I can lay my hand on the leper, and they shall be cleansed. I can walk on water. And not even sink. I can feed five thousand men, besides women and children, and there'll still be leftover food. Why? Because I'm more than a man. I'm God Almighty. Hallelujah so don't let nobody try to tell you that there's God then there's Jesus then there's the Holy Ghost we don't serve a schizophrenic God but there's one Lord one faith and one baptism so when I call on the name of Jesus he is the one that's able to deliver hallelujah that's why when I pray I pray in Jesus name that's why when I lay hands on the sick I lay hands in Jesus name when I send my kids to school I send them in Jesus name when I get in my car I drive in Jesus name everywhere I go I do it in the name of Jesus clap your hands unto the Lord and magnify him hallelujah yeah 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 hallelujah let me validate what i said with bible the bible says in colossians chapter 3 verse number 17 it says and whatsoever you do in word or deed do in the name of the lord jesus i know i didn't have that scripture probably in my notes sister beth but i want you to find it and put it up there because there may be two or three people that don't believe what i'm saying the book of colossians chapter 3 verse number 17 it says and whatsoever that means everything whatsoever you do somebody say that i do whatever we do whether you speak it or it's an action word or deed you do all how in the name of the lord jesus everything we do is because of jesus everything we say is because of jesus the reason why you're here this morning is because of jesus he's the one that woke you up this morning he's the one that puts breath in your lungs he's the one that does it all and it's all in the name of jesus somebody say god had a plan people in that day just didn't want to believe that jesus was both lord and christ and today people still do not want to believe that jesus christ is both lord and christ they don't want to believe that he's both the lion and the lamb but there's a day coming The Bible says in Philippians chapter 2, verse number 10, I know you got this scripture, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven. I don't care if you're in heaven. I don't care if you're in earth. I don't care if you're underneath the earth. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord so don't let people talk about you when you profess Jesus don't let people talk about you when you say I'm going to church this morning don't let people dog you out and say what is good is that Jesus going to do I'm not professing Jesus I'm not leaving for him well you if you don't live for him now you go bow later I'm telling you right now I would prefer to bow now than have to deal with this later because one of these days I don't care who you are you can be in heaven you can be living here on earth or you can be long gone in the grave. But every knee's gonna bow, every tongue's gonna confess, and they're gonna say, "Jesus Christ is Lord." You mean to tell me I've been worshiping this person? I've been worshiping this idol? I've been professing Satan? All kind of satanic spirits? But Jesus Christ, He's Lord. Ah. <laughs> uh. Don't push me too hard. God had a plan. There was one by the name of Saul that didn't believe in God's plan. The Bible says in Acts chapter 9 that Saul was going around breathing out threatenings and slaughters against the disciples of who? The Lord. Verse number 2 says he desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogue, that if he found anybody that's in that way, I don't care if they're a man or a woman, he could bring them bound back to Jerusalem. But as he went, God had a different plan. (laughs) The Bible says as he journeyed, he came near to Damascus and suddenly shined round about him a light from heaven and he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why are you doing this to me? Why are you persecuting me? Paul said, "Who, who, who are you, Lord? So Paul had an understanding that there was a God. He just thought that Jesus was not in the plan of God. Right. Who, 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 who are you, Lord? That voice from heaven says, I'm Jesus. <laughs> right. Right. I'm Jesus. I'm the one you're doing this to. And because that light shined upon him so bright, Saul was smote with blindness. Had to be led by the hands of one by the name of Ananias. The Lord Jesus told him, you're going to go to one of my men, one of my believers. They're going to lay hands upon you. They're going to help you recover your sight. So the Bible drops down in verse number 17. It says, and Ananias went his way and entered into the house, putting his hands on him and said, Brother Saul, the Lord, what's his name? Jesus. That appeared unto thee in the way he sent me here to you, that you may receive your sight. And what? And be filled with the Holy Ghost. Because Paul needed a change in his life. Paul not only needed to be revealed naturally, but he needed to be revealed spiritually. He needed to see that Jesus was the Christ. The Bible says, and immediately there fell from his eyes scales. He went forth, he arose, and the Bible says, and he was baptized. Because he needed his sins to be cleansed. He needed those old ways to be cleansed, to be washed so he was baptized he was filled with god's spirit and see when you're baptized and filled with god's spirit your speech changes you go from threatening to slaughtering to verse number 20 to preaching christ in the synagogues isn't it amazing when god gets a hold of your heart the things you used to do and the things you used to say i wish i had a witness in here right now The things you used to do, the things you used to say, Jesus gets a hold of your heart and completely changes it. Paul thought this man, Jesus, and all those that believed in him that preached salvation through Jesus name was a false religion and completely against the law of Moses, a threat to the Jewish nation. But Jesus was the plan from the beginning and see once paul had an understanding of what the plan was now he can help others be a part of the plan so that's why we find where paul continues on in acts chapter number 19 now that paul has an understanding of the plan now he can deliver the plan to other believers so that's why in acts chapter 19 it says and it came to pass that while paul's he stayed in corinth paul having passed through the upper coast came to ephesus finding certain disciples certain believers he said hey have you received the holy ghost since you believed They said, we've never heard of a Holy Ghost. What's that? He said, well, who baptized you then? They said, we were baptized in the John's baptism. Remember John the Baptist? He came baptizing people. He said, yeah, remember John the Baptist said you should believe on the one that comes after him that is Christ Jesus well the Bible says in verse number 5 when they heard this see that's important when you hear the word and when you hear the word preached when you hear something I don't care if you've been raised a certain way in a certain denomination in a certain religion it does not matter all that matters is what does this Bible say what does his word say it doesn't matter if your father was a pastor your grandpa was a pastor what does the Bible say I want to stick to what the Bible says because my grandpa cannot get me to heaven only this word can get me to heaven So the Bible says when they heard this, they said, oh, we got to get baptized over again. So they got baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And the Bible says when Paul laid his hands upon him, they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in tongues and prophesy. Somebody say God had a plan. I want to encourage someone here today God has a plan he's had a plan from the beginning and that plan includes you everything God did he did it to bring you and I back to a relationship with him so I want to encourage someone don't just give up quite yet because God has a plan don't throw in the towel quite yet because God has a plan don't give up on yourself Don't think of yourself as nothing because God has a plan and that plan includes you I'm telling someone you may have come in here so depressed so down so oppressed wondering how in the world am I going to change I'm telling you the best thing to understand here today that God had a plan from the beginning and that plan included you and I that's why the Bible says Jesus said for the joy that was set before him he is endured the cross I want you to know that Jesus could have got down off that cross but I want you to say that something held him to that cross and that something was you and I he's seen me, he's seen you and said one of these days Eddie Robinson is going to need some help so I've got to stay right here so how dare I throw in the towel, I'm telling you I'm holding on to this thing knowing that God has a plan for my life so I want to encourage some Here today that God has a plan for you. God has a mapped out plan for you. You've come here in the right place on this Pentecost Sunday at the right time because God wants to give you an experience that you've never experienced before. I'm telling you, you ought to go down in the name of Jesus Christ. Come up as a new creature. Be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's part of God's plan. And once he gets a hold of your mind, you'll start walking a different way. You'll start talking in a different way, you'll start living a different way, you'll start believing a different way oh I feel like preaching in here I'm telling you God once he gets a hold of your heart, I'm telling you God will do things in your life that you only thought could happen for you hallelujah so whether you have a little bit of faith or a whole lot of faith God has a plan I don't care what level of faith you have. God has a plan. You just give that to him. He'll take care of the rest. Amen. I'm trying to calm down because I got to do this again tonight. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So it is, God has a plan. He had a plan from the beginning. From the very beginning. See, See, you got to understand the devil's purpose is to do everything anti-God. Right, that's right. Notice there was no disruption until God created man who would in turn worship him. Yeah. I wish I could talk about this a while. Angels came before man. Wasn't no disruption, no chaos, no war in heaven. But once day six came, and he created mankind and gave them favor and blessed them. And it was his image. Now, all of a sudden, we had chaos in heaven because we had the devil who was once Lucifer, one of the head angels said, uh-uh, we, we got a problem now. I don't like this. And so now that man's created, Lucifer's fallen. What does he do? He attacks mankind. He attacks God's image. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So once he attacked the image, and the image made a mistake and fall and separated from God in relationship, because a holy God cannot dwell in sinful nature. Right. Satan says, uh-huh. Yeah, see, so you created something that was in your image, and see now I've come to disrupt it. But God says. I got a plan. <laughs> I, I, I got a plan. Don't, 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 don't worry about that. I, I, I've got a plan. And see, I want to tell somebody God's got a plan for you. Because the enemy will do everything he can to try to attack you, to pull you away from relationship with Jesus Christ. He will do everything he can He will send people your way Even your own family members Oh yes he will He will do everything he can To pull you away from your relationship with him Haven't you ever noticed that How every time you try to draw closer Somebody's always trying to pull on you You ain't never been pulled the way you've been pulled Until you decided I'm going to church You've never been pulled in such a way In such dramatic fashion Until you made it up in your mind I'm going to serve Jesus Christ Now all of a sudden everybody's pulled Why because the enemy wants to pull you away from that relationship, but God says if you just hold on I've got a plan I've got a plan for your life. If you don't give up, I promise you, I'll never give up. And that's the thing we must understand, that we cannot give up on God because God will never give up on you. He's always searching. He's always looking. He's always stretching. He's always reaching out, saying, if you don't give up, I promise you, I'm going to stay right here. Always reaching out, saying, come on, daughter. Come on, son. Just come back to me. God had a plan, and he had a plan from the beginning. Peter now understands the plan. That's why we find in Acts chapter 2, verse number 36. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly. This is beyond a shadow of a doubt. Acts 2, 36. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus who I'm preaching about to you, who we crucified. He's both Lord and Christ. He's both the lion and the lamb. once they understood that he was the lion and the lamb, once they understood that he was both Lord and Savior, he was both creator and redeemer. He was both alpha and omega. He was both the beginning and he's the end. Once they understood that they could not be separated, but Jesus said, I am my father, we're one. Right. That when you see me, you see the father. Amen. I, I am the representation of him. Yes. When they understood that, the Bible says they were pricked in their heart and said, what do we need to do? Peter said, just repent. Yes. Ask God to forgive you. Yes. Hallelujah. Let's stand to our feet right now. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. I feel his presence in here. Just ask God to forgive you. He said, then once you repent, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. He says, then you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost that you've heard us doing in this place. I'm telling someone right now, I just need a few people praying. If you've heard the word today, understanding that God has a plan, he has a plan for you. There may be someone here today that wants to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. After you've heard the plan, if that is you, I want you to make your way up here to the front. You've come here today to be baptized. Oh, come on. Let's clap our hands unto the Lord right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, young lady. Come on, young lady. That's it. Come on. Clap your hands unto the Lord. They're coming. My dear sister, you coming? Coming to be baptized, praise God. Come on, clap your hands unto the Lord. Come on, clap your hands unto the Lord. Because God has a plan. He had a plan from the beginning. And that plan includes you. Come on, let's clap our hands, worship the Lord in his house. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now we have people here that's going to help you right now. All right? We have people here that's going to help you. I think. That's our women's side right there, right? Our women go to that side. Our men go to this side. In Jesus' name. Now, now if that's still you, you've heard the plan. He's had a plan from the beginning. God's going to do it. If you want to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, I want you to come if you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Because Paul didn't understand the plan. Who are you, Lord? He says, I'm Jesus. (laughs) I'm the one that you're doing this to. I'm both Lord and Christ. Once Paul understood what the plan was, he went to go see Ananias and Ananias laid his hands upon him. He neatly received his sight, received the Holy Ghost. And now that Paul understood the plan, he was baptized. He can come to other believers and say, hey, I know you believe, but have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? I love that statement because it validates the importance of the Holy Spirit. Otherwise, it's okay to just believe. Bible says he that comes to God must believe that he is. That's step number one. But there's an and. It continues on. And he's a rewarder to them that diligently seek him. So I'm telling someone here today, come and receive the reward of the Lord. (laughs) Because God has a plan and is made for you here today. He has a plan for healing. He has a plan for deliverance. He has a plan for salvation. If you need healing, if you need deliverance, if you want salvation, I want you to lift your hands. I want you to take steps of faith. Come on, Star City Church. We ought to lead by example. Let's come to this altar. Let's receive what the Lord has for us. Come on, step out by faith. Let's come down here. Lift our hands unto the Lord. Come on, let's cry unto him right now. Whatever you need from God, it's available for you. Why? Because God has a plan. Come on, sing.